Want to understand what climate change is really all about? Want to get the latest in environmental news? Listen to the Green Divas My Earth 360 Report to keep up with everything you need to know. Okay, Green Diva Lynn, what's the latest and greatest this week? Well, I'm a bit hyped up right now. I had two cups of tea this morning instead of my usual one. Oh, well, there you go. Hyped up. Yeah, you're out of control. Out of control, girl. (laughs) Watch out for me. Yeah, well, at least it's not those K-cups. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. We actually have one of those machines, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, we have one of their newer ones called The View. It was a wedding gift. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have done it, and my family's awesome. But um, anyway. Yeah, they're convenient, but they're uh, wreaking havoc on the environment. My son, who turns 13 in a couple of days, he'd been begging for one of these machines Aww. for Christmas. So, uh, and my husband was into the idea. I did my usual Green Diva rant about how much waste those little cups create. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of plastic. But, you know, my husband went ahead and got my son one for Christmas. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And uh, I guess he thought he'd escape the wrath of Lynn by buying this organic coffee that makes um, compostable (laughs) K-cups. Right, that would make up for it, balance. But, um, well, you can only compost the filter in the coffee. Then there's this plastic part, and you have to toss that into the regular garbage. It's not even recyclable. Oh, And do you think they're separating them? No. No, you're right. They're not. So for all that trouble, I would go ahead and I would grind up the coffee myself and I'd brew it the old-fashioned way. I offered it up, but we have this machine. So I look at it and uh, it drives me crazy. Um, Although my son did challenge me on whether my tea was eco-friendly. Oh. Because I do use tea bags, so. Yeah, but those are compostable, generally. Yeah, they are. I mean, I throw the whole, as long as it doesn't have one of those metal, uh, you know, uh, staples in it. Yeah, you can remove those. Throw the whole thing in the uh, compost. Exactly. Happy compost. I did happen to see, since we're on the subject, um, there was some stat going around yesterday about the fact that a row of K-cups that was produced uh, in 2013 would would circle the equator 13 point. Not 13, 10.5 times. Oh. Oh, that's a lot of K-Cups. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? And that doesn't even include these organic brands that or other off-brands that aren't K-Cups. So. Oh, okay. And then it's leaching through this plastic, who knows what, into our coffee. So I'm not drinking the stuff. My son would love to see me drink a cup. Um, I have to admit I have had one or two cups out of that machine. Well, you know, what we found with the view is, of course, they didn't right away have all of the little gadgets that they have for the K-cup. But they do now have one of those filters, those gold filters that you can grind your own and use this reusable filter. Oh, they do have a gold filter. I was looking for something like that. Yeah, no. And so we we now use that. My daughter likes it in the morning because it's just, for her, easier than brewing a whole pot of coffee. So, you know. Oh, that's cool. So she, um, we have a grinder that, set up and everything? Yeah, I mean, why not? Do it that way. Uh, I guess that Keurig has collection bins um, out there that they'll, uh, they, they turn the grounds into compost, and then they incinerate the rest. All right. Of course, then they're incinerating the rest, which yeah. apparently goes into um, energy. So that part's cool, but then it's creating air pollution. Well, but, I mean, yeah. nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. 
And nobody's perfect. I'm not claiming to be perfect myself. No, no, but yeah. This anyway. So that's that's one kind of. And you're going to do a post. You know, part of the post is going to be about. Um, what was it? Ten ways to avoid it, or ten reasons? Uh, reasons to avoid it. I don't know if I'll have ten, <laughs> but um, I'll come up with however many yeah, that yeah. I can find. Good reasons to avoid it. Yes. Um, something that just came out. Speaking of air pollution, I like to try to have some kind of a segue here. Yeah. Um, the World Health Organization came out with a report that air pollution kills 7 million people a year. Wow. Worse than they previously thought. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, they're calling it the world's largest single environmental health oh. risk. It accounts for one in eight deaths. Oh, Who knew? my. That is crazy. What's even crazier is that indoor air pollution kills more than outdoor. Oh, that is upsetting. So, yeah, isn't that comforting? Yeah, yeah. And that's because we poison ourselves with our own cleaning products and <laughs> whatever, you know. Well, and a lot of it is, you know, some of the uh, more developed in the developing nations where yeah. they're using um, open air uh, stoves and fireplaces. Yes, yes. Stoves. Yes. So that is. Those are used by 3 billion people, so that, yeah. that accounts for a lot. Yeah, yeah. So we still have a, a long way to go to clean up our act. Exactly. Um, and can you believe, I don't know if you saw this, but it's been 25 years since the Exxon Valdez bill. I, bill? Did, I can't I, talk today. I did see something about that. I knew you'd bring it up. Oh, you knew. <laughs> I know you. Green Evelyn. That's me. Um, so this this uh the oil from this spill back 25 years ago apparently it still persists in the environment it's yeah disturbing and um you know should be a cautionary tale here right well and there's more crude oil being shipped by pipeline and rail and boat we actually have a uh a freight line that goes through our uh downtown area which fortunately i'm 15 minutes away from but right. is 15 minutes going to save me from, you know, if that rail car, if the rail cars crash and blow up. I don't know if right. I'm far enough away. Right, right, right. It's a pretty powerful yeah. mess. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's uh, really insane is that the rules dealing with a company's financial responsibility after a spill hasn't really been updated since around that time when they came out with the Oil Pollution Act. That was in 1990, which was right after the um, Exxon Valdez spill. So right. the limits on liability and the amount of money hasn't gone up, and inflation has gone up 78% since that time. Right. So, so they really, really have to update those rules. Yeah, they definitely have to update those rules. And I heard about another spill this morning, and they were well, – I can't. No, the one at the uh, Houston Ship Channel in Texas. That might be it. I was half was, asleep. NPR comes on. That's our kind of wake up call. Is you know whatever morning edition. And uh, um, they were talking about they were shooting cannons to keep the birds from getting involved with the muck. And I thought, really, that's that just, might be the one in Texas because yeah. uh, they were saying it was like uh, 170,000 gallons that spilled. Yeah. And um, they were saying it's just in time for peak bird migration. So yeah. that could very well be related, which yeah. is, oh, how sad is that? Yeah, it's very upsetting. But at least they're, if they've learned nothing from the green, uh, 
the Exxon Valdez, it's that, uh, you know, they don't want to entangle the wildlife any more than it needs to be. Yeah, so let's scare them with cannons. <laughs> <sighs> Poor thing. birds. Such they don't know mess. what's going on. I feel so sorry for the wildlife. Yeah, I know. And they just have no, they're so innocent. I know. They're like, wait a minute, wait, I was just swimming what here. What happened? Uh. So is there any good news this week? Uh, well, I just this is kind of a weird thing. There's weird renewable energy I was looking into. There's this new wind technology. It's called BAT. I can't remember what that stands really? for. Really? B-A-T? Of my head. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an acronym for right. something, B-A-T. Okay. And it's apparently the next generation of wind power. They're testing it out. They have a pilot program in Alaska where um, energy is pretty expensive in Alaska. Right. At least. You know, with all, I don't, it's far from everything, it's whatever. Um, but anyway, this bat, it's a helium-filled donut thing. Huh. And it goes up in the sky, and it, it, it's, it's kind of like they use, um, they're borrowing from blimp technology. Oh, interesting. And it, it's deployed at 1,000 feet above the ground, so it's this big floating thing, um, which is, Kind of weird. Yeah. Well, hey, if it works, I guess it, what it, they have to get up to a certain level where there's a consistent uh, flow of air, I guess. Uh, yeah, and it just, um, it's better than, um, it apparently can produce two to three times as much electricity as conventional, the tower-mounted counterparts. And right, which because, do take you know, up. A, that that air isn't as consistent. And, and it takes up a large footprint on, you know, the, the earth. Yeah, so now we can look up in the sky and see all these things floating around. Um, but it could be great after a natural disaster. You just bring yes. these things in, and you can power, you know, these right. areas. Um, it's also good for remote islands, military bases. So could have some good uses like that, and oh. hopefully people won't be reporting these things as UFOs. So we'll be looking to learn more as that technology develops. I love that there's new technology coming out. Yeah, absolutely. So is there um, any action? Pardon me. Oh, any action this week? Anything we could do? Yes. Earth Hour is this weekend, March 29th. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so wherever you live, it's between, um, it starts at 8.30 p.m. Wherever you live, it doesn't matter what time zone. Right. Um, and it goes to 9.30, which makes sense because they call it Earth Hour. Right. An hour <laughs> and a half, yes. 90 minutes, whatever. No, it's an hour, 8.30 to 9.30. Oh, okay. For some reason I thought you said 8 to 9.30, and I was like... Clean out those green diva ears. No, oh I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Pay attention, Meg. Um, so during that time, you turn off your power. And, of course, they have to put disclaimers out there now because you don't want to turn off lights that are essential to safety. So right. be careful. Yeah, somebody got sued, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was Earth Hour, man. So um, you can turn off your coffee machines and non-essential lights. Right. Um and it's really, it's symbolic, it's a grassroots movement, it's meant to unite people around the world, but they're adding something new to it this year, which is called the Earth Hour Blue, and that is a crowdfunding, crowdsourcing platform. So you can go to this website, which I'll post, and uh, you can support financially some of these environmental causes, or, and or you can add your voice to some of the biggest environmental campaigns. So it's everything from... Saving puppies, saving forests, saving the Great Barrier Reef, and, and wow. things like that. So, so a whole bunch of cool. actions. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we so got to wrap. A lot of different choices out there. We got to wrap it up, but um, a okay. lot of great stuff this week. So everybody knows they got to go to thegreendivas.com and get. 
Green Diva Lynn, uh, Green Diva's My Earth 360, um, all the latest uh, there. Yeah, and check out my website, too, myearth360.com. Yes. Please. A lot of good stuff there. I would there. love that. Thank you, Lynn. All right. Thanks, Meg. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. To find out more about this Green Divas My Earth 360 report, visit thegreendivas.com. And to learn even more about climate change and environmental news, go to myearth360.com.